Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be me walking through the daily poll with the audience, and we are talking about Outriders Expeditions and the timer. If you're listening to this in other locations, you can always catch me at SNTRlive.com. That'll bring you right to the YouTube channel where we do these discussions, SNTRlive.com. So I asked people today, because the, the, the timer in Expeditions has been getting a lot of heat been getting a lot of heat and people really think it's to blame for a lot of problems and obviously in my talk I'm going to avoid turning this into a complete and utter scapegoat I do think it's contributing to a lot of the things in a game like Outriders but looter shooters genuinely generally are run by people who want to go fast and get as much loot as possible but I asked the audience this question what do you think about the timer is it fine or should we remove it currently sitting at a 75-25 split 75% of the audience thinks it should be removed, 25 says it's fine, now we only have 600 votes but generally when we go from 600 and usually all the way up to 1,000 to 2,000 votes as the rest of the day transpires and people drive by the poll um, you know, a lot of people are like, remove it, 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 it this is this is going to be ending up, I think, ending up being a 70-30 split, I think it'll move uh, move away from such a sharp divide and be more of a 70-30 but A lot of people seem to think the timer needs to go, and I want to read through responses from folks to see why. Uh, David Smith says, Weirded me out when I first heard about the timer because that particular type of mechanic is usually frowned upon. Um, And Outriders Expeditions are unique in that they have both difficulty settings and a timer. So, like, it's not just, a hey, ratchet up the difficulty, see how it goes. It's, it's, no, you can, you can raise the difficulty and you can, and you have to beat this timer. So, th- there's, there's something unique about that, I think, that you're kind of pushing against two things. You're pushing against the fact that I'm getting stronger, I'm getting more abilities, I'm becoming a better player, I'm, beca- you know, I've got these legendaries or whatever, I'm going to go take a crack at the harder stuff. And when you go up and you take a crack at the harder stuff, you're also dealing with, you're also dealing with the, the, uh, the timer. The timer is sort of an ever present push. Uh, it's an ever present push. And I think those, those ever present pushes are, are turning people away from feeling like they have a lot of build options and a lot of uh, a lot of choices, and I think that's 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 a huge challenge, um, for for a handful of reasons. Number one, there's a way to approach these characters from multiple different uh, you know ways of uh, of building them. Uh, you got the you know the the, the various uh, class skill trees, and the funny thing is they showed us those class skill trees pretty early on, and people were like, oh wow, look at that, look at all the different things we could come up with. Well, the timer is sort of like this is what matters right this is what matters this is this is what you this is what you need to care about you need to care about speed you need to care about you know going quickly well certain ideas certain builds certain abilities certain legendaries just don't square with that they simply do not square with that and this is probably the best pushback that i would give to as well as anybody else looking at this somebody might say listen there are people that play at the lower levels. There are people that are never going to really go into the upper challenge tiers, and they can enjoy those builds and those weapons and those things because they're 
fun, right? We talked about this numerous times whenever we would be, you know, talking Destiny and we'd be talking about the various exotics. And it's like, sometimes they just make something that's fun. And given the number of players and given the way that people are wired and how everybody's different, um, it's possible, it's possible that that's playing a part here. They're okay with stuff being a little bit more throwaway, a little bit more, you know, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. And it, 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 we don't need that in the end game. There's also the pushback that you can't literally have every legendary and every build be viable, right? And I think that is true to an extent. I think that's true to an extent. I think people sometimes think every single gun, every single build can be viable. It can be. And I think that's a mistake. I think sometimes you're just going to have to accept the fact that like not everything is 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 going to be equal at the end of the day whenever whenever you're you're going into this content. Something's going to rise above. If you've got two different legendary shotguns, two different legendary machine guns, one's going to outshine another. It's just the way it's just the way of of the of a, of a game like this. I, I don't I don't think it's avoidable. I really don't think it's avoidable because you're always going to have this sense of this is the best. This we measured it, we ran it, we 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 spec'd it out and this is the best one. This is the fastest one. This does the most damage. This does this does XYZ perk and it stacks XYZ perk. This is unavoidable. Every time you have a game like this, people are going to come, you know, they're going to comb over it. There's going to be guys on Reddit. There's going to be YouTubers. There's going to be streamers. And they're all going to conclude the same thing most of the time. Because a lot of the times it's just sort of basic math. You take out a calculator, you crunch what this does, what that does, you add them together. Are they, are they, uh, are they multiplicative? Are they additive? You know, however all the various things work. And that I don't think necessarily means though that the current situation in Outriders is okay oh yeah all that matters is DPS and uh, speed that's all that matters nothing else matters it's like could you make tanking damage matter could you make power anomaly this that the other healing are, are these things that could also matter it, 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 could that be considered in the in, in the grand scheme of things like Someone made a really good point this morning. They were like, look, they measure all this stuff at the end. You get to the end of the expedition, and they can tell you all the different things that you've done. They can. It's all it's all there. It's uh it's all outlined. They've they've got it all they've got it all tracked there for you. And you know how much you did of each individual thing. And it I, to me, it can't be that difficult to say, man, the you know, these <laughs> These these things could be weighed and graded, and then that could be what you're what you're sort of striving for. So you're striving for lots of support and healing and tanking, and then somebody else is is not right. Somebody else is 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 dealing with you know they got to go fast, they got to do damage, they got to do they got to do guns, guns, guns. I think that's part of the part of the challenge is that's really nuanced. You got to incentivize the different choices for the player, the different powers, the different things. You got to incentivize those things or players are generally going to fall into the same camp. What's the fastest way? What's the quickest way? 
I don't think it's necessarily avoidable. By the way, if you're new and enjoying the show, we're talking about Outriders Expeditions and the timer. Use the poll command, take our poll, and uh, I'm reading through responses right now. So if you want to make sure you're here for these responses and these live interactions, make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Hit the sub button and the bell button to ensure that you don't miss anything. All right? Next comment on the poll. Christopher Wright says... What I want with the expeditions is to make a checkpoint for when you reach the final room and just reset the timer uh, to the time before the cutscene. Um, time loss during cutscenes is definitely weird. I, I do think that's weird. It doesn't necessarily make any sense. Um, they, they don't seem to need them. Why, why do I need a cutscene? Uh, in an Outriders expedition, it, it doesn't seem like it's it's necessary, especially when you're in there for like the ninth or you know twelfth time. I'm gonna tell you though, I, I I've theorized this uh, recently. I think that a lot of a lot of what's going on is they are attempting to hide the old gen sort of meat and sort of the bones. What's good, Sweet Cheeks? So the bones of the game is old gen. They're kind of trying to hide the uh, the loading screens and stuff. I think they base the timer on how long the scenes are. I'm sure they do. I'm sure if you press them on this, they would say, listen, we, we've obviously taken that into consideration uh, in, the, in the grand scheme of things. We have we've taken into consideration we we know we know how long we need to give people um, in relation to the uh, the cutscenes. Yeah, they're hiding loading screens exactly. Like they're attempting to shroud that from your view of like this is basically an old gen game with lots of loading screens. I mean, you're literally in a room and a boss comes out. It's like I don't need a loading screen for that. What are you doing? Well, you probably do on the older gen tech. You probably do on an Xbox One or a PS4. And that's not me slamming. That's not me being rude. Um, I, th- there are there are countless ways that games get developed. And a lot of these games were developed on a longer you know, trajectory, which means a lot of their decisions were maybe based on the old uh, on the old consoles. Hawk and Rain says, I don't even understand why this is a question. The timer is what makes this good content. Uh, this is why I can see better items the more power as I grow. Uh, lots of folks feel this way. Um, they do. They think that Outriders Expeditions is a good system as it stands right now. They think, no, this is totally fine. I like the timer. I like the sense of achievement when I go really, really fast. I like feeling like I beat something that was really, really difficult. Um, and I, I think for a lot of folks, that's where they land on it. And they don't think it needs changed. I do think the people that are pushing back on the timer are not necessarily saying, oh man, it's just too hard. I think they feel like this is basically the way forward. You got to pick you got to pick this class, you got to pick this build, this legendary. This is the best sort of way. Um this is the best way to to run it. 
and so they don't necessarily feel like a lot of their freedom and choices I, I, I remember going through this experience in Division 1 in Division 1 I thought it was so cool how we leveled up the precinct and we got more technology and we got more abilities and we just continued pushing and pushing and then we get to the end game and it was like this is the build to run so I do think there's two sides of this there are people that think the timer really puts that element of gotta go fast gotta get it done and then you know they they uh, they, they really enjoy it uh, Demetrius Thorne says the timer adds a sense of urgency to the runs that quite honestly is incredibly fun I'm the kind of guy that is willing to put in 100 hours for my devastator just so I can out DPS my friends playing pyro and trickster in destiny and world of warcraft I was always the guy that was obsessed with damage numbers um and it shows I played with this guy you know it shows when he goes into content I mean it's clear he has put in the time he has he's put in the work to have a devastator that can output lots and lots and lots of damage and I you know I there are people that are wired that way there are people that feel that way they think that way um and I I uh I think that that's kind of what a lot of this was designed for I think a lot of it was designed for um, people to feel that sense of I'll only be able you know I'll only be able to, to compete um, you know uh, <laughs> that's right that's right Rad I'll only be able to compete if I do this I'll only be able you know to, 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 to compete and to get things done if I spend this time and do this and do this investment and here's the thing here's the thing there are people that love that they absolutely love that and I am not necessarily going to sit here and try and claim that, no, the game should not require me to put a lot of time in. It shouldn't. I actually think the way I look at it is this. The amount of time that I put in at the present with my Devastator, I should feel reasonably strong and proficient in the content that I've been specking for, right? I, I should feel reasonably confident that like I can go in and I can get stuff done and I can hold my own or or start to compete this is this is again I think comes back to the fundamental problem is not is not that the oh well I, I should I shouldn't have to do this I shouldn't have to put this time in it's that I have to put in such an exorbitant amount of more time than anybody else I think that's the problem. It's the group dynamic effect. I brought this up this morning. Right now, I could probably run challenge tier 13 or 14. And because when you're by yourself, everything dies a lot faster. My current Devastator build, I could probably get a lot of silvers and maybe some golds, right? I know I could do that. The minute you introduce the group dynamic, everything changes. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I am watching other people kill everything faster i'm not getting to get any uptime on any of my stuff because everything's dying really really quickly and then we end and i'm i'm the chump with the, with no dps and even the guys that run dev and have been doing well they're still not anywhere near techno and they have to run super aggressive and trying it near every single enemy it's almost as if they're they're c- competing it's kind of what it is so for me it's a group dynamic thing you know, it's a group dynamic thing. It has more to do with that. It has more to do with, 
the minute you're playing with other players, number one, you might get kicked. Number two, you just don't feel like you're contributing. You're like, what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not contributing here. I'm getting left behind. Everything's dead before I get there. My DPS numbers are a joke. And and on top of all of that, you know that even if you're going to compete, you need a handful of legendaries. You need some good RNG. They didn't need any of that. They they they, they don't they didn't need any of that. They're they're kind of like they're kind of crazy out of the out of the, out of the out of the box, right? That's that I think is where the the, the giant rub here is for the timer in that the devastator brings to the table things that the timer doesn't ask you to do uh you're hitting the nail on the head but if you play some with some average technos it won't feel as drastic i'm sure i'm getting an over realized experience because i am playing with a lot of people um that have stacked to the rafters technos but when I like, like for an example like when I play with Wheezy if he can do that as a good player that means an average player could probably still make it like very obvious that my my devs nowhere near right you also have to remember that like a tank <clears throat> is built on aggro and aggression and kind of being up in the enemy's face and that's really hard to do in a group dynamic where other characters are buffing all their bullets and melting everything. So that again undercuts what the dev brings to the table. If I'm running with a group and they're sort of they're specced into the really really good damage bullets uptime and all of that. What more than likely is going to happen is I'm going to have the same experience. I'm going to continue to feel like I can't be the tank. I can't be the aggressor because their bullets are just shredding everything. Devastator's got to get reasonably close to the enemies. You know, you've got to be able to kind of get near, apply that bleed, apply that impale, apply, you know, apply some other things. If not, you don't feel like you're doing your job. I mean, one of my primary sources of damage at the end of a run is my earthquake. Do you know how many times I get within decent range to earthquake a giant group and they're already dead because technos are shooting over my shoulder and just and just shredding? Now, again, you're like, well, you play with some average technos. It's not going to feel like that. I don't know. I, I feel like there's, a, there's, there's this dissonance in the game where they're all buffing their guns and shredding. I'm trying to buff my abilities and try to bleed or some people are like, oh, the melee build's really, really good. Well, I... It, <laughs> A melee build is going to make it worse because now I got to get close enough to melee. I think a lot of these people are taking a melee build or a melee bleed build and they're playing solo and they're like, this is great. Well, yeah, everybody is there for you to attack and feed off of. And they also, everything dies ridiculously faster when you're by yourself. Like, I couldn't believe the comparison of when I played by myself to when I'm playing with other people. My character and my weapons felt 100% different with respect to how strong they were. I can take my friend on his low-level techno, CT6, into CT11s and 12s without him needing much help on his own. I know my Trickster and Pyro friends cannot do that even at the higher tiers. Right. Solo allows for so much more diversity. Yes. Yes. And if you could figure out a way to bridge the gap between diverse builds and fun builds and and devastator not feeling so bad like 
and do that in a way to where you don't completely decimate the challenge like obviously three people are going to be outputting so much more damage it can't be identical but my goodness you know it, it 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 does it does start to feel that way it's like you've really got to bridge the gap between the solo experience and the co-op experience because the co-op experience man these guys it's it was it's kind of like when if you guys remember if you guys remember uh when we would debate the the, the bounty issue in uh in destiny players playing really really well create a problem for you the thing that you're trying to do you can't do because everything's dying and i feel that way when i'm playing with players that are doing a good job now that's not necessarily a problem right hey we're going fast we're we're gonna get some loot here right i'm not mad at people for going fast (laughs) but but it certainly feels as if i'm not contributing enough i'm not doing enough i'm kind of getting left behind and when that happens, again, the group dynamic is sort of shading the my view of my character and making it seem as though my character is, as I said, less than. So, another response to the poll here. I love fan service. says, timers are fine for some mission types, but we just need another time objective, like maybe a certain number of survival waves, uh, locating a specific enemy target, Tanking damage, uh, no downs, um, I would say ability, ability, damage, helping with a score or a grade, um, versus just bullet damage, right? Just bullet damage is like, well, yeah, maybe that should count less toward the grade. Like, if you're going to grade us, if you're going to grade us on a scale, your bullet damage could be it's kind of assumed yeah you're going to do a ton of bullet damage but if I do a ton of damage with my earthquake I don't know maybe that means something maybe I get a little bit of love maybe I uh, maybe I maybe I get a you know higher grade score for that melee builds in a shooter well see the weird thing is when I first saw this game promoted I didn't feel like it was just going to be a shooter I didn't I, I thought it was going to be abilities based with some shooting, you know? Pyro with a $5 tip through Super Chat. People can fly nerf the Boomtown timer because people were going fast. Not to copy them exactly, but pretty much an expedition exclusive mission for dailies and weeklies that can't be done in regular expeditions without timers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Almost like objectives. Like it would, you would go into the expedition. You'd you'd have things that you have to do. Right, 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 and get like a boost for drops. It's definitely a shooter. It it is, but the demo did not make me feel like I was playing a shooter. I felt like I was doing more melee, slamming the ground, slowing things down, slicing people up. Um you know, doing doing a gravity slam. I, I do. I feel like in the demo, I wasn't necessarily playing a um, a shoot-based game, a shooting-based game. Yeah, what's good, Agent Atwood? Um, the, 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 I don't know. That, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's, how I would look at it is the demo gave me an experience where I did not feel like it was just a shooter. It felt like it was sort of a mixture between abilities and shooting. 
um, I, I'll say it this way. Division was always like 90-10 for me. I know it's probably closer to like 80-20 or whatever, where it was like mostly shooting with some abilities. This game felt like a 50-50 split almost. It was like, my abilities and my shooting, are I'm using them equally. And they talked about that in one of their uh, interviews. They said, ability uptime is very important to us. We want you to be able to use those abilities basically whenever you need them. And that was one of the things I noticed in the demo. I was like, dude, I'm kind of brand new. I'm green. I don't have a lot of stuff. And my abilities are available fairly quickly. You know, they're, they're, they're not down all that often. And then you can even spec into armor that buffs cooldowns and buffs uh, how strong those abilities are. I, I don't know. I really, really like how much abilities matter in the game. It's just everybody leans towards abilities that buff the bullets because... <laughs> you can shoot a gun a lot it's definitely got abilities mixed in but it's a shooter a melee build for endgame who's doing that two of the 40 devastators in the game well I mean apparently some of the melee builds are kind of crazy but again I think group dynamics is going to mess with that um, uh, one thing I want to say before with your situation is the court of law the accusations wouldn't even reach misdemeanor levels uh, people are acting like they're felony worthy accusations I guess I don't grasp the online mob hyper vigilance we see that blows so much out of proportion. I mean, Hitman, that's why they go to Twitter. It's why you go to Twitter. It's basically a shortcut. It's like, well, my neighbor was rude to me. I can blast him on Twitter and get way more from that because I can't go to the cops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's basically grabbing it's basically grabbing dynamite instead of a shovel. It's like Dynamite will completely blow the blow the ground open. A shovel's gonna take a lot longer and harder, and probably won't get me much. So, I was wondering why Boomtown seemed off. They patched the Boomtown timer, like, you know what I'm saying? They they patched the Boomtown timer like the first week, didn't they? Pyro anomaly or techno weapons can still do Boomtown fine. Yeah, I thought they patched that like week one. I don't know what happened to Light Leap on Twitter. He may have just gotten rid of his his Twitter account. He probably was just not interested. Um, you know what I mean? He probably was just not interested in uh, in dealing with it. It was like, you know, probably getting hate. Um, more than likely. More than likely. <laughs> I I would I would think he probably just got sick of it. I know he's he's done with Destiny. Um he, he, he is literally done with Destiny. He, he, he deleted his characters and everything. Uh, he took the time to, to get back in and practice and play trials, and it, just, he, it was nothing but cheaters. Uh, he said he just literally couldn't do it again. Could not do it anymore. It's like... He, and I, I was kind of like, ooh, I wish he wouldn't have done that, dude. I don't know. Vogue would be good for a couple of runs, but um, yeah. Uh, Nathan Walter said, I've actually enjoyed the timer. Playing as Pyro, I have hit a wall a few times and had to go in and rebuild my setup a few times. I'm finding it's very satisfying to tweak a few things and able to move to the next tier. Um, I think that the expeditions offer a good power fantasy initially. I think it's good initially, but it, it after that, no. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a good um, 
power fantasy. I think the power fantasy devolves very quickly. Once you get beyond once you get beyond challenge tier like 8, eh, the power fantasy gets squashed, and I mean squashed. It's just like vroom, way down. Way down. It's it, it literally the game changes. It's like no, nope, you can't do that anymore. That's not strong anymore. No, that ability isn't worth it. No, that's not good. No, that's not good. Like all the way to challenge tier nine, I was playing on a devastator, and I was using my 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 defensive my defensive abilities to buff my weapons, and it felt good. It felt good. I had to use them at the right time. I had to be smart about stacking them to really try and get a bunch of damage on my weapons, but eventually it just fell it just fell off. Backyard explanations with a tier two membership. Thank you so much. We restructured the, the memberships. That's basically the, the the VIP. I appreciate you doing that. You get increased access in the Discord. We added a tier three for $25. People wanted influence over the games I play on the gaming channel without necessarily doing the higher tier of like 50. So I appreciate everybody who's been pushing that join button greatly greatly appreciate that direct support has been massively helpful um to me and and my and my family because youtube i mean we're all over the place uh because of everything we've had to change and do so thank you that's been very uh stable um you mean it actually finally gets tough i disagree there no no I, i don't think that's what it is um i think that in general it flattens out what works so all of your end game build diversity and all of your power fantasy gets just flattened just I don't know man I I don't necessarily know if it's possible to get rid of this reality whenever you're going to make something harder in a video game that's what you're going to do well everything's stronger (laughs) everything's stronger and you're like well (laughs) um and then uh, what's going to matter? What 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 are you going to actually have to do if everything's stronger? Well, you be- you better do you better do more damage. You know what I mean? So tier five, you have to play a game at length. I mean, if somebody picks a tier five, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to play it. I I might you might I maybe I'd give somebody like two sessions or something. Um, because that is pretty expensive. Uh, the reason we're trying to move away from like the $50 tier requesting a video game is it ends up being a wash. They do it one time and then they request the game and I pick it. And sometimes I was, you know, playing games that were 50 and $60. So it ends up being a wash. It's like, well, that was fun, but what was the point of that? (laughs) From a business perspective, like what was the point of that? So we thought that like video game voting would, would just make more sense, um, you know, structurally. So, um, so, Uh, what's going on with Lightly? Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He just uh, he's just not playing Destiny anymore. He got he got really frustrated with the cheating and stuff. Um, Marky says I think the timer is fine in the game mode. They need multiple game modes where you can do expeditions with a timer to show off how fast you can clear an expedition with your build and have a death count game mode where you can take your time with slower builds, survivability builds to get your loot. Um. The death count has been suggested a lot, actually. Um, 
I've actually seen this this I've actually seen this this recommendation um, made a handful of times. It seems like no, I did, I can't change your existing packages, Ochi. No, I I cannot change your existing packages. So the, the the package that you've chosen, you can still do it, and you can still cash in on the perks. The only perk I got rid of was co-hosting. We don't really do that anymore. But you can still cash in on the perks at those higher level tiers of support if you want. We just wanted to offer people other alternatives. Um, and also just make it clear, there's tier 1 through 5. It was like, it was confusing. It was tier 1 VIP, tier 2, tier 3. It was, it was confusing the way we had it set up. So... I think you're ultimately right about Outriders won't have legs, and sadly, I think I agree. I mean, let's um, let's see here. Outriders Steam charts. Let's check it. Let's check it again. Thirty-three in the last hour. In the last twenty-four hours, it had a sixty-two thousand uh, peak. So Friday, let's see. Oof. Ugh. Friday peaked at fifty-nine thousand. Uh, Saturday peaked at 65,000. Keep in mind, people told me I was cherry-picking uh, player player numbers during the week, right? Uh, I joined a speaker, but I reconnected his audience. Oh, I didn't hear... The stream didn't hear you. I have D- Discord muted. Um, people said I was cherry-picking. And they're like, well, you're picking numbers throughout the week. That's not going to be as as as... Okay, well, Tuesday was 64,000 peak, Wednesday was a 60,000 peak, and Thursday was a 54, all right? So Friday was 60, Saturday was 65, and Sunday was a 62. The weekend and the, and the, daily, and the weekly numbers are not at all far apart from each other. They're not, they're, it's not spiking on the weekend. Um, it's dropping. Now listen, this is not sky is falling, this is not, oh no, the game is dead, the game is dying. This is exactly what we said would happen, and I told people it's completely normal and completely healthy. It's totally normal and healthy for that to happen, especially a game designed like this, right? Um. Uh, when it was an account for Destiny on Sunday, I said goodbye to Destiny, deleted all my characters, uh, decided also to deactivate the Twitter account. Don't want to waste my time on some more. I mean, it's understandable. The base for these games don't fluctuate that much. Yeah, those are Steam numbers. I am only comparing Steam numbers to where they were to where they are now. It's a downward trajectory. It's not dramatic. It's still healthy, right? The, the Like, one weekend of the game, they were still hitting upper 90,000s on the weekend. Now they're hitting in the 60s. That's not terrible, right? It's not terrible. But I'm only pointing it out to tell people, like, listen, I said... You're going to get to May, and lots of people are not going to be playing this game. It's April 19th. We got a lot of ways to go before we get to May. I said each week you'll see people, you'll see the numbers decline. That's not bad. That's not scary. It's normal and healthy for that to be a thing. It's totally normal. I'm only pointing it out because I think a lot of people were thinking this game was going to have like this long-term burn and I just don't think so. I really, really don't. <clears throat> Is there a way to see uh, how often a command gets used? Chat stats. I'm actually interested how often 
if I can check on a given day with Nightbot, would it be in logs maybe? Um, you're normal and healthy. Search for yeah. What we would do is maybe search for shirt. Um, how often is the shirt command getting used? when we shifted away from pinning it and me drawing attention to it and using this bottom thing. I'm just curious. I was just thinking about it. I haven't mentioned the shirt or the shirt command today, and I got a really spicy Voltron shirt on. Um, Always remember, guys, shirt command will take you over to 80stees.com. Code Lono gets you 30% off. And uh, the command today will take you over to the Voltron collection, but you can use the code on anything over there. Mm-mm. not gonna lie if you don't enjoy destiny I don't know how you wouldn't enjoy this season I was enjoying the season before I got banned I think for him it's he's pvp driven and trials driven and that just is so it just has gotten really bad um it's gotten really it's gotten really bad um and it's understandable you know it's understandable to to be like I just I can't if you can't enjoy yourself anymore right in the main place where you hang out it's hard because I was always a raider and, and everything else. You know, I didn't really I didn't really do a lot of other stuff. Um, I was actually curious on what like the numbers looked like. It was Cauldron this last weekend. It's it's at two hundred and thirty one thousand players. Ooh, okay. No, we never found out why I got banned. No, Mike Faz responded to the poll. I haven't even made it to the outsiders. Outsiders. Outsiders Endgame. Outriders. <laughs> he, he, he spelled it Outsiders. I was like, did I misspeak? <laughs> I haven't even made it to the Outriders Endgame. Uh, but I wanted to contribute anyways. I like the idea of having a timer to help a, a, a accommodate the tiered loot system. Without the timer, how else would you implement a tiered system? Uh, a grading system would be uh, too complex to do now, but it might have been better. I think it might have been better to do a, uh, a grading system. You know what I mean? This weekend was also hand cannon at three flawless adept. Factor that in too. Wait, the numbers are at, the numbers aren't even passing 250,000 and it was hand cannon at three wins. Yikes. That's low. That's really low for that. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, they need to do something different for it though says Dylan and have different mode options for expeditions the timer could exist in a ranked mode with leaderboards that has rewards progressing through it um, I agree with that I'm just going to put agreed I think there's there's more room for the timer in different ways you know um, it's Iron Banner week as well oh really? Timers have nothing to do with tier loot. Well, you get way more. The, the, you get more, so it does, kind of, right? Iron Banner always hurts trials, I guess. It was hand cannon a few weeks ago, too, so people probably got it and they're not jumping in this weekend. Oh, right. If it's already happened, that guts the interest. Right, 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 right. Tons of people are like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not jumping in. I get it. I get it. A lot of people, especially that side of the game. I think the PvP trial side of the game is the most burned. Um, I had to delete my characters to break 
Uh, the ungodly attachment I had to my account and this collectionist attitude. I played 120. I played 102 trials matches, most very stacked, uh, with two KD trials players, only to have every card ruined by cheaters. Then I saw uh, the community manager getting his carries, and I thought I got to leave this garbage behind. The only thing I cared about was the prestigious PVP rewards, like adept hand cannon. Uh, and if the game can't facilitate an environment where a stack of two KDs and a 1-5 KD can get one Adept Hand Cannon, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yo, Explosives Hurt with a $5 tip through Super Chat. Thank you. Yeah. If the community managers were any more tone deaf about Trials, it's like... I'll be, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm sad about getting banned, but I don't miss having to be attached to that that game. It, it's... I don't know. I've come full circle. It's pretty liberating. I would love to go back and play. I'd love to get my account back. It was a seven-year-old account. I, I, I really did. I liked I liked playing. I was looking forward to Vogue, but I um I I, I, I I feel I feel extremely extremely liberated sometimes when I think about the fact that like I just don't have to mess. I don't have to mess with all of that. I don't have to talk around you know empty virtue dishonest people like I just I don't know um yeah it's just anyway uh let's see here uh menacing mommy says I've not hit challenge tier 15 yet I think I'm at 12 but I find as long as we make sure our gear is max level we have no issues with the timer so far I forget the timer is even a thing most of the time um, yeah, if you're running with good people, uh, it's very out of sight, uh, out of mind. It is. If you're running with good people, first couple times I ran, I didn't even look over there. And I was like, oh, we got gold. We got gold. Yeah. If you're running with, if you're running with a solid team, it is, it's enjoyable. I think the content, I think the grind, I, I think it's good. I really, really do. Um, and the... I just think the timer, the issue people have with the timer is not that it's difficult. Um, I don't know. I think I think that it's about the the squashing of diversity, the squashing of power fantasy more than anything. I think it's more about that than about like the the idea that like, oh, it's too tough, it's too tough, get rid of it, we're not having a good time, this is really hard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it was Lono's ban accompanied with being tired of being hopeful. Those two combined into the ultimate motivation killer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Too much. I hope they do this. It'd be nice if they fix this. Yeah, it can be exhausting. It can be exhausting constantly seeing uh, untapped potential and bad decisions. Yeah. A $5 tip from Explosives Hurt. What would you think about making boss fights a daily and weekly thing for drops? Maybe one or two levels above max. For example, uh, Bailey and Chrysalid. I, we were talking about this earlier, how it's weird that they they capitalize on a world tier system for the campaign, and then then they're sort of done. You're done with the campaign. Right? That's it. It's over. It's like, well, that's it. Right? I, that's, that's the end. You don't have a reason to go back. And the reason that this got brought to my attention, and I was like, is I was going to make a video on the what I think is one of the best content loops in Outriders, which is the monster hunts and the man hunts, and how you can reset it for a legendary. And people are like, "Oh, all that stuff is locked at 42." And I was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, 
So I go back and do all 10 Mon Hunts for a guaranteed Legendary, and it's stuck in basically non-endgame level. Now, obviously, I can level it up. And a lot of people were like, well, you would do that, Lono, and then you would break it down for the mods. And I was like, okay, but is that, (laughs) is that really what that should be? Right? Is that, is that, is that what I should be doing? That's what the grind should be? I, I don't think so. That doesn't feel that doesn't feel sensible to me. So I like your idea that you, you know you just tipped and said you know let what if the mon hunt had a harder version? You know, let me do a challenge tier version of the mon hunts and the man hunts. It'd be a fun little grind. You know, I know it's not expeditions, but it's like ah oh, change it up. I'll do ten of these and get a legendary. I'll do ten of these and get a legendary. Um, so. I saw that you made a Sano to Rage subreddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys if you guys want to join the Sano to Rage subreddit, I don't know what exactly we'll use it for. Um, maybe get some of the the truth trending on Reddit. That might help. Reddit's pretty Reddit's pretty powerful if you can get, you know, folks upvoting and commenting on stuff. Um, might be helpful once the uh, investigation's concluded. Reddit loves that kind of stuff. I have more of an issue starting you completely over again every time you die. They should do what Diablo 3 does. One death is a 5 second delay. Second is a 10 second delay. Oh, are you talking about when you're playing by yourself? They explain that, Tattoos. Yeah, they're like... They're totally okay with not letting you res. Uh, Yeah, I search my name on Reddit every once in a while. Especially when Upper Echelon made his video. We tried to get Reddit to, like, care, but they didn't. It was unfortunate. Um... That's part of the problem with the situation is in order to in order to prove things to people, they have to dedicate a lot of time and care, and lots of people don't, so they don't even click. Um, you know, it's kind of a bummer, but it's the truth. We live in a in a sound we live in a soundbite culture. We live in a soundbite world, and so we were hoping. I was hoping. So that's when I found the subreddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, if you guys want to use the the Santa to Rage subreddit, I don't. You can post stuff there, clips, funny things, whatever. Um, Iron City commented on the poll and said, "Keep it, keep the timer." He says, "I think it just needs to be tweaked and the rewards. They need more legendary drop rate." Um, CT fourteen and CT fifteen seem pretty nice for legendaries. Yeah, I don't know if I agree. With increasing the legendary drop rate, I, I feel like it works. You get up there pretty high. Um, you get up there pretty high, and I mean, I feel like they're dropping. I, I don't know. I, I was definitely getting one. At least it felt like I was getting roughly one every other or so, and I felt like that's not bad, especially considering you can run some of the expeditions. You know, eight to ten minutes. You know, it was every every twenty minutes you're getting. You know, you're getting a, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're get every, you're getting a, almost a legendary. You know what I mean? XQC has called for the purple platform to take action and get the hot tub streams off the front page. They're having, they're having a total, I may do a whole video day on that. That's gaming related. I think that the purple platform is having a giant identity crisis because they're allowing 
this gets this gets freaking touchy. I I just I don't know. I think they're allowing people who posture as volatile and brittle and and no one wants to no one wants to shut it down. No one wants to speak the truth. Um, that the identity of that channel that the identity of that platform is being absolutely just hijacked and they're so enslaved to woke culture that they can't they can't make a definitive decision because they'll get called all the nasty words that they don't want to be called because they have they have shackled themselves to woke culture and woke culture won't let them it they won't let them speak definitively about it or take definitive action about it and so the identity of that platform is getting decimated um, it's getting decimated. It's being, it's getting turned into, um, like a, like a, like a soft, like a soft core chatterbait is what it's getting turned into. Like call it what it is. You are turning that platform into a soft core chatterbait and people are making tons of money because it's, 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 it's less competitive and it's le- it's a less saturated market. That's why they're doing it. Um, I, I don't know. I, it's. At the end of the day, they break TOS, but they won't take the streams down. Wonder why? They don't break TOS. They don't break TOS because they, they, they. This has happened time and time again. I was on that platform for five years. I was on that platform for five years, and all that ever happened: the same people pushed against the TOS every single time. They would push against the TOS every time over there. Thanks, Mama. It was like, oh. We can do body painting now, and they would push against the fact that they could do body painting. So somebody would like slap paint on themselves and just sit there and drink champagne so people could gawk at them. They weren't body painting. Like, just because you cover your body in paint doesn't mean you're actively body painting like some of the super talented body painters. So they pushed against the TOS. And then they pushed against the TOS with IRL. They're like, well, if I'm IRL streaming and I'm at the pool or I'm at the beach. I might have people in the background in bikinis and in and in swimsuits. Why is that not allowed? So what did they do? They made, right? They made a, a, a video. I'm sorry. They made a TOS allowance that said, well, if it's contextually accurate, you're allowed to be in a swimsuit, right? So what people do? I'll just put a camera on my hot tub and sit in my hot tub. It's contextually accurate for me to sit here in my in my bikini. And bounce around and jiggle around for money. I'm telling you, it's the same people every time pushing against the TOS over there. And 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 the purple platform is had they bought in hook, line, and sinker into woke culture and they let people get away with murder over there, and they can't do anything to stop it. They can't. Their identity is getting hijacked because they are they are zero integrity cowards who will not do the right thing and they'll torch a man's career like me who was providing for my family with my business that I built over there. They are zero integrity cowards and it's all coming in. It's all caving in on them. I actually kind of like to see it happen. It's like, pff, take that. Take your platform dilution and your brand safe marketability and just suck on the downward spiral I actually kind of think it's great I like watching the destruction because it's like it's deserved after what they freaking did to me 
Kaiser Lee says, I don't mind the timer. I just wish support builds leaned more into buffing your team or something in a way that makes up for the lapse in damage you take. And I'd like to see ability builds. Um, team buffing would be a nice um, damage damage assist uh, number to buff a dev. I mean, you could. I don't know if that would be possible, right? I don't know if that'd be possible. Are they already toning down on the charge language? With respect to that business? No, frick them. I'm not going to tone down my language about the purple platform. That's not a person that I'm trying to reconcile with. It's a, it's a, it's a vapid fake shell of a company is all it is that, that almost ruined me because they wouldn't just do what was right and stay out of it. Um, Pyro can debuff enemies. I was just thinking, like, what if every time a Devastator caused bleed, he got assist damage that boosted his damage numbers, so at the end he looked more impressive. You know what I'm saying? I I don't I don't know. I, th- there could be ways to say, um, let's let's give this guy a way to essentially buff what other people are doing and get credit for it. So at the end, you'd be like, oh, wow, holy moly. I went from doing 40 million damage to doing 120. Why? Well, I'm buffing my teammates. And then people would want to play with the Devastator. You get that bleed going out there and they get their bullets going on down there. I mean, come on. You're saying call what it is. You're afraid to say that. I'm not afraid to say that. YouTube doesn't like people using that word because a lot of people do that. They they use that word to promote their channel over there, and YouTube doesn't like it. You're <laughs> you're not familiar with me if you think I'm scared or afraid of anything. <laughs> I'm just playing by the algorithmic rules, man. <laughs> they don't like that word. You know, YouTube's funky. They they got bots listening to what you say. I am Dizzle dropped a $5 tip said 21 kiloton just dropped an hour long video about the say no to rage conspiracy. He's a YouTube buddy of upper echelon. I have seen the video. I'll be making remarks shortly about it. After I'm done recording this, there are inaccuracies in the video that I want to speak to. I may even drop like a, a Twitter video, um, a short, like two minute video to be like, Hey, you know, here's another video that it's getting some stuff wrong. Um, so yeah, uh, anyway, let's read a couple more here before we stop the recording. Jay Cade says, I come from games where if I couldn't do a mission one way, I would do it completely differently. There may be maps I can find to do more easily with a different build, even if the build won't be the best damage-wise. It's It may be the tool. This is getting too long-winded. Hang on. What's your conclusion here? They can have a multiplayer lockout, so you couldn't have people joining your game doing a solo run. I may be an outlier here, but I think they need to do right is change timers if playing solo or with a group. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, this feels overbaked, TBH. The enemies die uh, way faster when solo. I don't think you need to mess with timers if someone's solo. Right? I don't I don't I don't think you need to I don't think you need to mess with the timer um, if someone's solo. The enemies already die significantly faster. That's making it so that you can go quicker. I mean, I I don't know. I I don't I don't necessarily think that you need to all of a sudden have your timer fiddled with as solo. That feels overbaked. 
well if you play by yourself there's this timer if you play with two people there's this timer and three there's that like I don't yeah and then you're like oh then people couldn't join you that just gets really really convoluted let's reload the poll results and see where we landed another 100 votes 756 votes uh, still a 76-24 divide here he's saying a better timer for groups team difficult team based difficulties overbaked oh I see what you're saying Either way you slice that, though. Oh, is that why everybody's running solo? It, oh, that might make sense. That might make sense. People just run solo because it's more con- they can more consistently... They can have more consistent speed and efficiency, maybe. That kind of makes sense, if you think about it. it. It really does. You're essentially giving yourself like almost like a guaranteed completion time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either way you slice it, whether you slice it for that end or this end, I don't think you want to suddenly have the timer adjusting according to group size. I don't think that's the right move. Right? I don't think that's the right move. Uh. So, I would I would I would say it'd be better to get the timer in a place where it makes sense and have other ways of playing the expeditions. People run solo because you trust your build more than literal randoms. Well, that and Wheezy, I think some of the uptime's easier when you're by yourself. Uptime is harder on enemies that take longer to die or kills that get taken from you. So, like, I was really struggling with that. I was trying to keep my bleed heal uptime going, and I would literally go up, and then everything would die as I got there, so I'd get less enemies to put the bleed on. Like, but when I was by myself, it's like, oh, I'd have it. I had an easier time keeping an uptime on the bleed and staying alive and and getting lots of damage. Mike, my, my solo completion of a challenge tier fifteen because people DC'd. I ran the whole final room by myself. I got a silver, or whatever. I, that was one of the most satisfying ver, like games of uh, of Outriders I've had. That was one of my most satisfying. Ru- Why? Because I was in complete control of the uptime of my abilities. I still run trios with my pyromancer, my other pyromancer trickster buddy or devastator buddy. Um, I know my build is good. I don't know about match made randoms. Right. And again, uptime is huge. If, if I know I can kite this group of trash ads and kill them all, I can't do that when I'm with a group. So you're going to end up with a, you know, you're going to end up with like, again, those, those moments of you're kind of stepping on each other's toes. When you're, when, you know, when you're stepping on each other's toes, it's like certain people are gonna feel like they can't do what they want to do, and that's because they're 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 all they're all trying to do the same thing. Everybody's trying to do tons of damage and tons of speed. Yeah, like bounties and destiny, exactly. It really stinks uh, for Devastator. Usually, I play with my friend, and he's pretty good in terms of damage and survival. But the moment he plays with randos, he'll get kicked immediately. That's, yeah, I mean, that's not, that's not even like the biggest issue anymore for me. I think that is an issue, but I I think there's, I think there's actual foundational problems with the game. More than like, oh, but people are getting kicked though. That's a factor, but I don't think that's the center factor anymore. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, anytime you're comparing gunplay, games are going to struggle against, you know, the king. Magical Fat Kid says, I haven't done any expeditions yet, but from what I've seen, I wouldn't like the timer and would prefer a general performance-based ranking system instead of uh, fast, fast, fast. Um, agreed. 
I think there are people that think the timer brings something special or good, so there could be ways to implement a timer, but it is very, very one-dimensional right now. Baker says, I'm fine with it, just need... Uh, oh, sorry, just wish they would give you more time to get gold. Um, I'm sure a lot of people think that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure a lot do. They all wish that they got a little bit more time for gold. That would, you know, you get more, you'd get more gold, you'd get more stuff. Uh, <laughs> you get more loot. Um, so Mm-mm. don't have such big toes. That's right. That's right. You wouldn't. Yeah, you don't step on each other's toes as much if you don't have, if your toes aren't as big. Uh, 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 the timer is great. I love the font. What? Uh, Iron Lord says I think the timer is fine, but some of it feels like it's a speed run. So turning back some timers would be a bit nice. Um, and now it is in the DNA of the player base. It's in, I mean, it's in the DNA of the player base. Now looter, looter shooter players already like to go fast. Why do they like to go fast? Well, if I go fast. I'm going to get more stuff, right? If I go fast, I'm going to get more stuff. And if I get more stuff over this hour or whatever, you know what I'm saying? What would you think of doing an Outrider stream entirely solo? Would you enjoy the game more? I don't know. I have no idea. Can you even shout? Yeah, there's voice over IP built into the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's built in. You can talk to other people. I think for me, I just have to take a break from the game. I have to take a break from the game and, um, you know, uh, yeah. I just that I just needed I I was getting burned out. I think I was getting burned out. So I'm just gonna take a break and maybe start another character a couple of weeks. If we hit a dry spell with games right before, because there's you know there's some good stuff coming out, but um, we we're obviously not always gonna have a ton of stuff to play on the gaming channel, so we can always go back start another character. You know, they bake the go faster for more loot mentality into the game as a game mechanic, but it seems forced now. Has a survival mode been mentioned? An expedition tier mode where the longer your team can last, the more loot that you get for every kind of character. Um, I People have mentioned something like that, like a horde mode style thing. And I, I'm not, a, I don't know. I'm not against it, but I don't know. Would people want that? Wouldn't they want something that's like a quick turnover? Beat it, 10 minutes, beat it, 10 minutes. Instead of like, Oh, um, yeah, I, do you want to go do this thing? It takes like a really, really long time. You know, I don't know. I I would, I would worry that that's what would end up happening. It would be really, really unappealing to people because they'd be like, what am I going to go do that? I can just go run. This is faster. This is more satisfying. This is a quicker, this is a quicker turnover. This is a quicker, you know, everything. So I would, I would expect that that wouldn't be super popular. Um, because it would just take like a really, it would just probably feel like a massive time sink. Uh, what games are we looking to play in the future? What I try to do with the gaming channel is feature brand new games. I might just have to start branching out uh, to some of these indie titles. I, I started, I started getting caught up in the, oh, how many people are paying attention to the game? And now that like a lot of the new Steam games are not super popular, I'm like, oh no, I should probably not play that. Well, if it's on its launch day, it generally does really, really good for the channel. So. 
by the way, if you want to catch gaming content, it's at sntrgaming.com, or you can use the gaming command in chat. We do that in the afternoons. If you're listening to this recording elsewhere, we're going to transition to the 10-minute talk, but if you are listening elsewhere, you can always catch me at sntrlive.com. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the Outriders Expedition timers and why so many people want to see them go away. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, maybe you're watching on my upload channel, you can always catch me at sntrlive.com. That is where I do my live stream, so if you want to head over to sntrlive.com to take part in our polls and our discussions. And the poll today was heavily slanted towards removing the timer. About 75% of the people who took the poll, we were around seven or 800 votes. And it was a 75-25 split. And a lot of lot of those that hit the vote today said they just they feel like it, it hurts a lot of the things I'm going to cover in this video. I want to talk about what it does to the community as far as matchmaking, what it does to build diversity, and I want to end by also talking about power fantasy. So Outriders post-campaign content was a huge focus prior to the game launching. With no planned live service features, many were lurking, looking to the end game loop for the bulk of their gameplay and value. People Can Fly made a handful of decisions about the structure of expeditions that many praised, most notably not getting any rewards until the end that prevented folks from farming early bosses and checkpoints. So Early on, when we were looking at the post game, you know, the post campaign content, we were celebrating the fact that it seemed like they had learned some good things from Anthem because Anthem got very abused in the uh, just go kill the first boss and leave. We also looked at the skill trees and thought, man, there is so much here. There's going to be a lot of different ways to play this game, a lot of customization and personalization. These were things that we highlighted as players because when you saw those skill trees, that was exactly what you thought. The timer being related to the quantity and the quality of drops, however, has become a focus of criticism due to the nature of the Outriders classes and the power structure within the game. If all that matters is DPS and time completion, many builds, and even one class in particular, are being seen as unhelpful or even cumbersome and antithetical to the endgame itself. So in other words, they've built an endgame that is all about speed and damage, and not every class and not every skill tree, legendary, or build is set up for speed and damage. A good pushback on this is not everybody's going to hang out in the upper challenge tiers of the expeditions. A lot of people are going to hang out in the lower tiers, and a lot of those builds are totally viable there. A lot of those legendaries are totally viable there. I think the problem for a lot of players when they hear that is challenge tiers and the expeditions are all about going for really good loot and getting really, really good builds. And the timer is really simplifying things for everybody on how to approach their characters, what character they use and what build they go for. So first, let's just talk about matchmaking. Games like Outriders run on an engine of matchmaking to ensure the players can always jump into content and have other players to run with. Anthem had to quickly address issues with players glitching, exploiting, or simply backing out due to how dramatically this can hurt matchmaking. If everybody starts doing the same thing of, we're going to go into this thing, we're going to kill the guy, and then we're going to leave, that really, really hurts matchmaking for players who have no idea what is going on. If you're unfamiliar with this concept, a lot of people who hang out on YouTube, Reddit, Twitter and streams and things, they tend to find those awesome quick exploit shortcut things 
and they do them and the general public eventually starts doing them but initially they don't understand what's going on why is everybody backing out of my games why is nobody staying in and then it sort of spreads like wildfire what this essentially does is it breaks a main engine and funnel of a game and how it's supposed to run from its initial design inception to shipping to the community that matchmaking is a core tenant to the game's function it's no secret that Outriders has a class balancing issue even after a handful of nerfs during the second week after the launch. Before and after these changes, Devastators continue to struggle with getting kicked from groups, finding the right legendaries, or have to have very specific builds just to keep up with DPS totals. Anytime the Devastator comes up, I have people telling me they have a really strong build that they take solo and they get gold all the time. Something to note about solo is it's significantly easier to a certain degree. You can manage the enemies on your own, which enables you to keep the uptime on your, especially for the, the Devastator. He can keep that bleed heal going a lot more efficiently because everybody is there for him to kite and hurt. Also, enemies die way faster. I did a challenge tier 15 final room all by myself. From the second I set foot in the room to the second I ended it, I did it by myself. And it was alarming how much easier the game was when I was by myself. So I do think a lot of players are overestimating the strength of their ability and the strength of their class and their build because they're doing a lot of things solo. Now, these people tend to also say, well, I play with other people and it's totally fine. Generally, from my perspective, the group dynamic element of expeditions really breaks down a lot of the things you're going to try to do with your character, because especially if you're running with very, very stacked technos, they tend to kill everything so quickly from far away. It's difficult for you to get uptime on anything, and then you end and feel like your DPS is terrible. This is one of the reasons people are kicking them from the group, because they know they're not actually ever really helping that much they're sort of lagging behind and they're offering something the game isn't asking for the end game is not asking for a tank it's asking for speed and damage the timer during expeditions is no doubt playing the biggest role here everyone wants loot and getting more loot in relation to how fast you run an expedition is driving players to be rigid and likely pretty demanding at the upper levels of difficulty in challenge tiers this is gas on an existing fire we know that looter shooter players want to complete things as quickly as possible because that means they get more loot long term and this is adding to that pre-existing condition and now it's sort of spread into the DNA of Outriders. Next, let's talk about build diversity. The other piece of collateral damage when everyone is focusing on just DPS and speed is the diversity within the available builds of each respective class. Piles of legendaries quickly become mere symbols in an equation that can be calculated, crunched, and then summarily cast aside. One of the elements of Outriders that many players took notice of when the early trailers and the menus were shown was the large and expansive skill trees. There is nothing worse than playing a game with a huge skill tree that slowly invalidates large portions of itself either if you played single player games sometimes you get to the end and you've gotten the entire skill tree so your decision making didn't feel like it mattered or significant portions of the skill tree are throwaway garbage non-helpful not good whatever the the skill tree ends up invalidating itself and sort of short-circuiting and that's starting to be the equation within outriders right now hundreds upon thousands of potential build uh, uh, amalgamations and everybody's basically running the same handful of two of the four classes in higher numbers as well as their certain respective builds. 
obviously people can fly can make dramatic changes in the future they could use dlc or seasonal content and completely change the way certain classes are built and what kind of loot and min maxing is needed let's say right now on your certain class you're totally ignoring the center tree they could decide to buff that later in an expansion and then suddenly you're playing that character in a completely new and fresh way as it stands right now significant portions of class skill trees and one entire class are out in the cold in the end game unless you get very very specific builds and play in a specific way and again a lot of those testimonials are built on playing solo lastly power fantasy this is a little bit more nebulous and harder to talk about because everybody has different ideas about power fantasy Something that so many games fall victim to is predictable cliches within their own power fantasy. Destiny is notoriously guilty of this, with every new swath of weapons falling into similar categories and powerful perks that only matter if they buff damage and reload. Innovation, perk diversity, and differences between the guns are seemingly non-existent as you grind for a gun that is marginally different than the one that you were using for the last seven months. Division 1 did this when its endgame first unveiled itself to be nothing more than health and damage checks, completely invalidating all of the cool tech and abilities that you spent unlocking during the campaign. Outriders is sadly falling into a similar trap with bullet abilities running the show in virtually every corner of the game. Even if you're just playing with somebody and you have a pretty strong build, bullet abilities are sort of running away with everything and making it difficult to even get kills, keep up, or keep up time of the abilities that you have specced into. Abilities that freeze, stun, knockback, bleed, slow, shock, and more all become somewhat irrelevant when you can maintain almost constant bullet damage buffing uptime, ripping enemies large and small into ribbons. The power fantasy of the Devastator quickly goes from exciting and explosive to frustrating and flimsy. Even the good classes find their build choices flattened and funneled toward bullet abilities. This, to me, is not good power fantasy in a game that touted ability uptime being of the utmost importance. They wanted you to be able to use your abilities whenever they were available. You notice this when you play through the campaign. You seem to always have an ability to use at your disposal, and your guns are there as sort of a complementary sort of symbiotic relationship between the abilities as well as the guns and the perks and the mods that you start investing in. Unfortunately, when you can buff weapons and have eternal, seemingly endless, ability of uptime to buff those weapons over and over again, that becomes the focus and the power fantasy becomes another shooter that's all about shooting bullets that do more damage. I know that's fun for some people, and I know some of those builds are probably really enjoyable to tweak and make minor adjustments to, but the power fantasy of this game is being completely and utterly flattened, and the timer in Expeditions is one piece of the puzzle. As always, if you like this content, you can always catch me at sntrlive.com.